Put paste and delay creates. Some people run by distance, while others care about how long they've actually been out. Who's wrong? Who's right? What do you do? Does it even matter? Well, we find out the answer to all those questions and more on this special series called This or That, featuring Remy B. Real, on this episode of Trees and D-Lake. Don't master a lot, don't master a little, just stay in the middle. Don't master all, don't master none, just be a master of some. What is up? Welcome to Trees and D-Lake, a podcast series by Mike Trees and yours truly, Darren D-Lake Creates. In this series, our goal is to educate and entertain smart and committed runners. A bit more on that from Mike Trees. And the aim of this podcast is to give, in a lighthearted, amusing and entertaining way, hints and tips to help you all run better and enjoy your sporting life more. So let's see how we can go with that. Mike's being pretty modest. He has over 50 years of running and doing triathlons under his belt. And if you're wondering about me, I've been in the endurance sport game for about 25 years now, done a sub three hour marathon and completed an Ironman triathlon in 10 hours. We appreciate all the help and support that we can get. So if you can, please share out this episode to someone that you know that would like this. Oh, quick language warning. In some rare instances, we might use some bad words. So apologies in advance for that. I teamed up with my content brother from another mother, Remy Be Real, to make this new style of video podcast glory. Our main goal is to discuss and showcase both sides to a particularly polarizing topic. This hopefully lets you see another side that you might not know about, or you can double down on the one that you're at right now, all in the hopes that you can perform better in your training, racing, and life. The choice is yours because you can get with this, so you can get with that. Enough from me. Let's get into it. Warm-up complete. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for coming back to a special series, something a little bit different on Remy Be Real, cross with my man D-Lakes. How you feeling, my dude? I'm feeling good, chilling like a villain, sipping on penicillin. But I've been training and racing and doing doing pretty good, man, doing pretty good. But we'll get into that in a second. Hell yeah, love to hear it, love to see it. This is called This or That. There are no wrong answers, but know that you could either get with this or you could get with that. You could get with this or you could get with that. You could get... We'll stop it there. In this episode, today, we are talking about something that I like to take the contrarian view on, and that is, would you rather train on time or would you rather train on distance? And again, (laughs) there is no right or wrong answer to it. Everyone has their own objective, you know, like what, what are we working towards? What, what are we, what's the whole point of this? So then your why and your reason is going to be different. So Remy, what would you choose? Man, if you're going to ask me time versus distance, uh, it's going to be time always, always. And I'll tell you why. You heard it. I definitely prefer to train by time. And the biggest reason being, it's just easier to structure the rest of your day. Because let's face it. We don't have all the time in the world as amateur athletes to dedicate to training. So it's nice to know that if I'm headed out, I'm going to be out for 60 minutes, 90 minutes, however long it's going to be. And I can plan my day backwards from there, knowing when I'll be done, when I can be expected to get back and get ready to move on to the next thing, whether that's work, school, childcare, you name it. Another important factor is knowing that Six miles in the heat and humidity are not the same as six miles in the slush and snow. 
but when you're training by time, you can adjust to the conditions and adapt your training based off that. Lastly, your body has no concept of the distance, but it does understand time. It knows how exhausted you've been. It knows how long you've been out and how tired you're getting. So if you haven't met that distance, but you just keep pushing, you could risk hurting yourself and minimizing those training gains. And as a bonus tidbit for you, it's really cool to be able to measure your progress by seeing that, hey, in 60 minutes, I used to run five miles. Now in 60 minutes, I can run five and a half, six, six and a half, seven miles, and so on and so forth. And that's why I choose time over distance. What do you think, Darren? So would I rather train by time or would I rather train by distance? And without a doubt, it's always going to be time for two reasons. One, because the body doesn't know. And two, because it's pro. Let me tell you more. So number one is because your body doesn't understand distance. It doesn't know how far you're going. It only understands your heart rate and perceived rate of exertion and time. Let's say you want to do three by seven minutes at a certain pace or a certain heart rate. It's much easier for your body to understand that. And it also makes sense in the context of knowing your lower limits and your upper limits. So if you want to make sure that, you know, especially for me, for sub-threshold efforts, I want to make sure that my heart rate gets in a certain zone for a certain amount of time. And also, you know, I need to get into that zone because if it's below that, then I'm not actually going to get the benefits. And if it's above that, then I'm not going to get the benefits and I'm actually going to do more damage. So it's a combination of all those. And to my second point about being pro, <laughs> it's pro AF. I think that we should do more of what the pros do. And what I mean by that is a lot of amateurs kind of race by feel and they race by, you know, what they think anecdotally should work. And that's not always the case. I'm not saying do everything the pros do because some of the stuff they do, they can do because they've got massage therapists, they've got a whole team with them. They don't work full-time jobs. They don't have families. So don't do everything they do. Pros train on time, especially in the base season and, you know, moving into more competition. And then they shift into distance, which we'll get into on the next part. We did poll some of the audience though, and some of the responses were actually a lot closer than I thought they would have been. What's really interesting is we've got 46% time and 54% train on distance. That's way closer than I actually thought it would be. I thought most people out there train on distance and that actually makes me feel better. I don't feel like such a contrarian, such a weirdo, even though I'm fine with being a weirdo. Uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, being normal's being normal's weird. That's a saying. So yeah, some of the responses. So yeah, some of the responses. Break. This episode is brought to you by Energy Coaching, which is Mike Tree's coaching service. Mike and his team of coaches work with beginners to pros and all levels in between. No one is too fast and no one is too slow. They just want a desire to learn and improve. They focus on 1500 meter races to marathon running and triathlon training. Energy Coaching is constantly overbooked. So Instagram and this new podcast venture, Trees and D Lake, gives Mike and the rest of his energy coaching team a way to reach out to more people and help them. Contact Mike and his team at the letters nrg-coaching.com or go to the link in the show notes. And back to the show. Here's Mike Tree's take. Catch them at run.energy on Instagram. When I was younger, I got caught up in the distance 
dilemma. And uh, I've got to run 70 miles a week. I've got to run 80 miles a week. Oh, the elite to do 100 miles a week. I've got to run 100 miles a week. And I did a lot of junk just to hit the numbers. Uh, and it was really not until I started triathlon in about 1987 that I realized that all that was totally wrong. The heart only knows how long it's beat, how much it's beating, and for how long. So I switched everything on the head uh, because I realized that uh, a 5K swim is a long way. Uh, it takes a long time. A 5K bike ride is a waste of time in terms of a training session. So you can't compare distances between the sports. And that just got me thinking, why do we just do everything in time? It's so much more efficient. That the body understands time. You've got the natural body clock, the rhythm, the cycle, everything else. And so I work with my athletes on, for example, they might be doing a six-hour training week or a 10-hour training week. Uh, an elite guy, the bank Ryan might be doing a 20-hour training week. Uh, and we work on hours. And so, yes, I'm big into hours. There are certain times that... Uh, you need to delve into the, the distance. If you're doing a 5K time trial, you can't say, hey, go and run 20 minutes. Uh, I say, look, go warm up, cool down. The whole session is going to take you about an hour, but do a 5K time trial in the middle, see where you get to. So sometimes you need to do distance, but as a general rule, it's time. Here's Chan Wynn's take. I think this is so interesting because two years ago, I trained by time for this race just because I was really new to it. And then uh, I, I couldn't make the cutoff. So um, this past year, I, I found a coach and I asked him, hey, you know, what do you prefer? And, you know, he, he's like always like, well, it depends. You know, it's mountain running. So technically time is really useful. But when it's cutoff, you know, just because I can run for 12 hours doesn't necessarily mean I will make the cutoff. So this year we basically focused on um the cutoff times so i should be able to do you know it was like i think every eight to nine miles on average so he would just put me on a terrain and uh yeah just train on that and eventually i was able to make the cutoff times this year it's just because we were just a little bit more focused on the distance between each cutoff so maybe this is like a hybrid you know the more i'm saying it, it is time but a distance but I guess because it's a race, you know, it's just like it was just so important that I had to be able to do the 50K. Um, so this year, um, the same amount of time. Last year, it took me 11 hours, couldn't do it. This year, it took me 11 hours, but I was able to do the distance itself. Here's Danny Jamie's take. I train by distance uh, because I find it just a lot easier to maintain uh, and track volume. If I want to run a seven mile run, all I've got to do is make a seven mile loop and I know wherever I want to stop, I'm going to stop right there. I like to look at a run and be like, I ran 7.00 miles. Perfect. Here's Ava Ward's take. Catch them at Lord Warding Tony Eye on Instagram. I would say time because I climb a lot of hills and those take a while. So I want to get credit for all my work. Back to the poll results. Um, better for trail running where same distance trail could take wildly different times. So that was Ellen widely went with time and, uh, we got Picanti pants, 85, great name, more distance, the faster you get at shorter distance. So I'm going to guess he went for distance and, but then um, PK, PK Gra came in and said, just move to time. 
best decision ever. And, you know, I think there's something to that very dependent on the sport as well. So we do throw the broad spectrum of endurance sports out there, but I can definitely see that if you are planning a 10-mile race, you have to know that you can cover that 10 miles. But at the same time, if you're a triathlete or a swimmer, Sometimes you just need to focus on the time because there is no way you are going to cover 70.3 in your training, right? I mean, look, you can. Um, I, for my Ironman training, I broke it up and I, I didn't, I didn't switch to distance until about, about six weeks out. And it was all just like swimming. I actually did. I did exactly 38, 3.8 Ks, <laughs> which is whatever. I don't even know, 2.5 miles or whatever. Um, and I remember being like, that's it. And then everyone's like, why don't you do 4,000 you know, meters? And I'm like, nah, I don't need to. Because I just, swimming was just always like, Ugh, swimming, swimming, swimming. But I wanted to make sure I could do 3.8 Ks. You know, I had the Raqqa shorts and I wanted, you know, in a pool. And I was like, okay, in the ocean, you got salt water. I'll have a full wetsuit on. So I'll be even more buoyant. So it'll be even, quote unquote, easier. And on the bike, I did five hours. I knew I was going to be on the bike for anywhere from five to five and a half and then i always after the bike i ended up always running off the bike and i would run like hour and a half two hours was like the biggest thing i did four weeks out um i did a swim i did a 38 3.8 k swim which is the whole swim i did a five hour bike and then i did two hour run off the bike and that day was a nine hour training day and you know it's like 80 percent, 85 percent of what i would do for the ironman it was a 10 and a half hour ironman um, so sure. it was distance, you know, it was, it was all distance that day. Well, the bike was five hours. I didn't care about that, but, um, but yeah, um, you do need to do distance. So that, that was my whole, the whole point of that rant was you do need to do distance at times, but I'd say the majority of your training, you know, at least for me should be time and maybe you should try that. So try it. If you do distance all the time, try time. And like me, I do time all the time. And then, you know, when I go over the distance, I'm like, this is different. This is cool. You know, right now I'm yeah, doing, I'm doing 1K intervals. I'm doing 500 meter intervals. Um, so it's, it's, it's different. It's different and it's a good change up, but you're still getting the work in. Your body doesn't know, you know, either way. Absolutely. And to that, you know, I, I was swimming to time every time. And my coach was noticing that, you know what? I was starting to stagnate in my progression. And then he kind of unhitched and said, you know what? Don't worry about the 45 minutes. Finish that 3,000. And it took a little bit longer. But then the next session, oh, my goodness, my pace is getting a little bit better because I did go that. And then we're starting to up that a little bit more. And now I'm finding that, okay, now that I know, I just have to cover that disc. I don't want to be here all day. So let me start to pick it up. There's something you can play some mind tricks if you know that I'm just out here for an hour, that time is going to go regardless of the effort you put in. But if you just know that I have to cover this distance, listen, I don't want to be here all day, so let's move it. But that's where we stand. That's the polls that we had. But the conversation is ongoing. Let us know down in the comments your take. Train by time, train by distance. We'll continue the conversation here. Until next time, y'all. It's been real. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you. Peace. Let's go. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Aaron So, AKA D Lake. Tips and tactics you could train like a pro. This cast to help you and faster than you could go. All the PRs you could beat, of course, records that comes in your upcoming season. Right. Don't you agree? Endurance sports, a metaphor for life. That's that metaphor, baby. Eating clean so you can rest and sleep all night. You can master a lot. 
Don't master a little, just stay in the middle. Don't master all, don't master none. Just be a master of some. Is the health and fitness internet too much sometimes? Too many conflicting articles and videos that confuse you on how to train and eat right? Or you don't have time to just read and watch everything about, I don't know, the new trends on carb cycling for trail running. Don't worry, we'll take care of all that for you. Sign up for our free email newsletter, Three Thing Thursday. One, two, three. We'll put three perfectly curated and created things in your inbox for better living and training. Go to delaycreates.com slash TTT. We do the hard time-consuming work and scour the health and fitness internet's deepest and darkest corners. This is so that every Thursday, you have a piping hot new email with the latest and coolest tips, tricks, tools, tactics, and skills. All so that you can train and live consistently to do dope shit in your next endurance event. If you sign up now, you can receive my quick guide on how to get healthy, stay fit, and use data to create habits that last a lifetime. That's delatecreates.com slash TTT to be inspired and motivated on the regular. Time. Time is a resource no one can make more of, so we appreciate you taking precious time out of your day to listen this far. Our goal is to show the world how to live better through running, cycling, and triathlon. The episode and many others have a transcription. Go to the show notes description to find out more. This was produced in Sydney, Australia, and I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, who are the traditional custodians of this land. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and future. I recognize their continuing connection to the land, waters, and culture. These lands were stolen and sovereignty was never ceded. If you like this episode, again, we'd highly appreciate it if you go on whatever app you listen to and make sure to follow Delay Creates Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Acast, and a bunch of others. And if you're feeling real loose, a rating, review, or share of this episode to anyone you know that would be into something like this would be amazing. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions for the episode, or hell, you want to be on the show, hit us up. The best way is to email talk, T-A-L-K, at dlakecreates.com. We're also on the socials, mainly Instagram. You can hit up Mike Trees at the letters R-U-N dot N-R-G. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at dlakecreates.com. Or just wherever you can find us is fine. If you need any transcripts, you're into podcasting, or let's say you just are big into accessibility, please use the company that we use, SpeechDocs. You can check them out at speechdocs.com. Don't worry if you didn't get all that. There's a link in the show notes description. Thank you again so much for listening. Peace.